Hello. We are so excited that you've decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook and YouTube under Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street in Burgall, North Carolina. The zip code is 28425. If you'd like to give a donation, you can simply go to our website at mtdm.org and click on that donation button. God bless you. Study, Father God, in Clem School, Father. We thank you that our hearts are open and receptive to receive what you will have for us to receive on tonight. And Father, as I go forth to teach your people, I thank you that I have been crucified with Christ. We have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but it is Christ who lives on the inside of us. So tonight we give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's get back into um, this discipleship course where all of us are learning how to be learners and followers of Jesus Christ. That's what a disciple is. And we don't only want to learn and be a follower, but we want to teach others um, how to be learners and followers of Jesus Christ through us. And the first thing that I um, taught on was God. Who is God? We must learn who God is, and by learning who God is and getting to know him, it won't be hard for us to be learners of Jesus Christ and followers of Jesus Christ because God is his father, and everything that his father did, that's what Jesus done. So who is God? God is self-existent. He has no creator, and he always existed. He is self-existent. He has no creator. He has always existed. I'm going to say it again. He's self-existent. He has no creator. He has always existed. So I said last time, anytime we say something concerning God, we need to back it up in scripture. So we went to Psalms 90 verse 2. I read out the English standard version. It says, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. So that scripture is telling us before anything was brought forth, before anything was formed, the earth and the world, God was from everlasting to everlasting. He, he is self-existent. He has no creator. He has always existed. He was before all things. God made all things. So if anything got made, it was God who made it. And we know that it was not man. It was God. So I always say, back it up with two or three witnesses. And we're going to get those witnesses out of the word of God. Because anytime you speak the word to anyone, you want to back it up with some witnesses to let them know, okay, I'm going to back this word up with another scripture. And that's in Isaiah 44, verse 6, which says, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and besides me, there is no God. 
So there is no other God but God. And God existed before anything existed. He is self-existence, meaning that no one created him. And then we went over Genesis 1-1, which is very a familiar passage. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So God did it in the beginning. He done it before. Um, he created everything, so he existed before everything was created. We backed it up in John, St. John, the first chapter, verses 1 through verse 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So we have established that God existed before everything. Before anything was created, God was here. He was the first. He was the last. He's the only God. There is no other God but him. So that has been established. So let's talk about how do we know God exists. We can give people the word of God on God existing. But then what if they say, how do you know that God exists? We can say by creation. Because the word of God says in Romans 1, 19 through 20, it says, Because that which may be known of God is manifested in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his external power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Let me say it again. Because that which may be known of God is manifested in them. For God have showed it unto them. They cannot say that God does not exist. Because it has been manifested in them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made. His, even his external power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. So when we look at creation... We can say that there is a God. When you look at the sun, the moon, the stars, when you look at the heaven, when you look at the earth, you know man could not do that. You know it had to be God that done this. But I want to give you some more scriptures on that because we want to get two or three witnesses with that as well. When you look in the book of Psalms 19, verse 1 through 6, it's the expanded Bible I'm reading out of. Psalms 19, verse 1 through verse 6. The heavens declare, recount, narrate the glory, the manifest presence of God, and the skies, the ferment, the dome, announce, speak out what his hands have made, the works of his hands. So when we look at all of that, when we look at creations, the heavens, the earth, and everything that's made, we can say that there is a God because we know that man didn't do that. So God had to do that. So we should know there is a God by creation. Verse 2 say that day after day, they tell the story. Bubble, pour forth speech. Night after night, they tell it again, declare knowledge. And listen at this. They have no speech or words. They have no voice to be heard. But their message goes out through all the world. Their words go everywhere on the earth, the sky, the heaven is like a home for the sun, 
The sun comes out like a bridegroom from his bedroom, wedding chamber. It rejoices like an athlete, strong man, eager to run a race. The sun rises at one end of the sky, heavens, and follows its path, its circuit, to the other end. Nothing hides from its heat. We know that there has to be a God. None of us should be denying that there is not a God because the heavens declare it and the word, word of God speaks of it. So just like a person say, I'm an atheist and I don't believe in God. They do have belief in God because when something happened in their lives, the first thing they say, oh God, help me God. If they didn't believe there was a God, why are they calling on God? So people um, say that they don't believe it's a God, but when something happened, we call on God. We even use Jesus' name, you know, in vain. Because we say, oh, Jesus. Why we say, oh, Jesus? Where did that come from? You know, sometimes we say that's learned. But deep down on the inside, we know Mr. Creator. People cannot say they do not know Mr. Creator because it's within you. So nobody on this earth cannot say that there is not God, Elohim, because he created us. We didn't create ourselves. Amen. And I want to go over Acts 14, verse 14 through um, 18. Before I go over that, if I told you guys that I had children and you never saw my children before, would you believe I had children? You said you would. Why would you believe I have children? You know my character. You know I wouldn't lie if I said I had children, right? So that's, that's just like God. If God is saying something to us, even though we don't see it, and I'm going to get to that scripture, why are we doubting God? How can we believe man over God? If I told you, Renee, I'm, I'm going to give you a million dollars, would you believe me? You would truly believe me. Okay, and every day you will look at me and people will say, well, have you gotten a million dollars? What would you say? I can't hear you. Come up here, Renee, because I'm going to ask you the questions. I'm going to have you to answer. Okay, if I, is your mic on? Now, my husband said no, that the mic wasn't on. But how did he know the mic wasn't on? Hello? How did he know the mic was not on? Did he pick it up to put it up to his mouth? But how did he know the mic was not on? He know the routine. And do you feel like the routine is a true routine? Do you feel like it's on point? So you trust that that mic was not on. Why? You say normally, but that ain't what I want to hear. I want to hear because the first person who come up is something else I'm looking for. Hello? Glory, what am I looking for? Okay, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. You should trust them. 
Yeah, knowing that that might, is, he said that's basically what he was saying, but I didn't hear that part from him. He said it at first, but I was asking you again. See, this is where we have to get with God, y'all. But Renee, if I said I'm going to give you a million dollars, would you believe it? Yes. Why would you believe it? Because of your character and who you are. Okay. I know if you say something, you mean it and you're going to do it. Okay, let's say that Mishan come up to you and say, Renee, what you doing with that million dollars Apostle gave you? How would you answer? Uh, if I haven't gotten it yet. No, how would you answer, Mishan? Renee, what have you done with the million dollars Apostle gave me? If I haven't gotten it. Okay, I want somebody. No, no, I want you to catch on what I'm saying. If Mishan come to you and said, Renee, what are you doing with that million dollars Apostle gave you? How would you answer, Mishan? You don't know? If I haven't gotten it in my hand. Okay, stop right there. Physically in my hand, Mm-mm. I can't spend something like that yet. Okay, Willie, come up and help her out. <laughs> Make it short and sweet now. Come on. How will Renee answer if Mishan say, what are you doing with the million dollars Apostle has given you? How would she answer that? It's on. I feel like she should have said, I'm doing good because you said that you gave it to her. So therefore she got it. You used the word gave. That means that you already given it to her. Okay. So you saying it's already in her hands. Yeah, because you said you gave it to her. Okay. Jennifer, come up and, and follow behind Willie. Give the mic to Jennifer. Yeah, thank you, Nate. I'm waiting on God to show me how to spend it. Okay, you say you're waiting on God to show you how to spend it? I was thinking about faith. Thank you. Do y'all get that? If we believe that God exists... We believe that without faith, it is impossible to please him. Those that come to him must believe that he exists. And he is a rewarder of those who what? Diligently seek him. So if I told Renee, I'm giving you a a million dollars. And Renee says she trusts me because of my character. I haven't physically put it in her hands. But by faith, she knows she already have it. So if Mishan come to her and say, what are you doing with the money Apostle gave you? I'm going to pay off my bills. My bills already paid off. You done, you done got that money in your hands without seeing it physically. That's how it is with God. If somebody say, how do you know that God exists? Because I see the sun rise. I see the moon at night. Come on, you got to know how to answer people. You can't say, you know, when he touched me, I'll believe that he's real. See, this is how you got to know how to answer people. Like Renee said, if I told her that I was giving her the money and she trusts me, she's already making plans for what she already have. Y'all don't get it? Got it. It's a faith thing. It's a faith thing. We walk by faith and not by sight. So every day she ain't going to come to my house and say, Pastor, where's my money? Pastor, where's my money? Now I got to pay these bills. Pastor, where's my money? 
No, she's going to believe that she already have it, that it's already in her hands and everything that's coming is already taken care of. That's how we know God exists. So let's look at Acts 14, verse 14 through 18. And I'm reading out the expanded Bible. Acts 14, verse 14 through 18. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard about it, they tore their clothes, indicating outrage or sorrow. They ran in among the people shouting, friends, men, why are you doing these things? We are only human beings like of some of the same nature as you. We are bringing you the good news, the gospel, and are telling you to turn away from these worthless things and to turn to the living God. He is the one who made the sky, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, God let all the nations do what they wanted, go their own way. Yet he proved he is real, has not left himself without a witness. By showing kindness, doing good, by giving you rain from heaven and crops at the right times, the seasons. By giving you, satisfying, filling you with food and filling your hearts with joy. Even with these words, they were barely able to keep the crowd from offering sacrifices to them. What was going on? They were worshiping idols. They were not worshiping God. So they were bringing them the good news, the gospel unto them about God. And as they brought the good news, they were telling them about God's nature. They were telling them that um, making God known unto them by telling them, uh, let me see, go back to this verse. He is the one who made the sky, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. And then he, then they began to talk about he was the creator. This is what he made. Can't you see the earth, the sea, the sky, and everything in them? Then he said, in the past generations, God let all the nations do what they wanted, go their own way. Now listen at this, 17. Yet he proved he is real has not left himself without a witness by showing kindness, doing good, by giving you rain from heaven and crops at the right times in the season, by giving you food and filling your hearts with joy. So what Paul was saying to them is, God is real. Even when you done wrong, God was still giving. God was still showing kindness. He was still showing goodness. They were letting them know about his nature and who God is. That's what we supposed to be doing. When we preach, proclaim the good news concerning him, we're telling them about his nature, how good God is, um, you know, about his creation, what he's created. When you walk in with people worshiping idols, this is how we should be preaching. Because an idol is worthless. An idol is not God. So they're glorifying God by showing them his attribute, by showing them, look at his creations and what he created. Even when they done wrong and they went their way, God revealed himself. How did he reveal himself? Through being kind, through his mercy. God is showing new mercies every day. Look at this world, how it's so tore up and so corrupt. Do you know if God was really a God that was bringing judgment here, everybody would be dead. But it's because of what Jesus done. That's what we're supposed to be preaching. Because of what Jesus done on our behalf, because Jesus shed his blood for the remissions of sin. By him shedding his blood for the remission of sin, it satisfied the wrath of God. 
Because if he had not done what he done, all of us would be dead. But it's because of the blood. It is because of his mercy. It's because of his goodness. It is because of his kindness that we're here today. And that's what we're presenting to you. Now, after Paul them done all this, said all this about God, some were still worshiping. Some were still sacrificing. So don't get upset when you bring the good news and you tell them how good God is and some people are still doing what they do. You've done your part. You gave them an opportunity. You gave them a chance. But I want to ask you, have you given them a chance? Have you given them an opportunity? Have you ministered to them to let them know about God does exist? Y'all, if God was, if it wasn't for Jesus, it wouldn't be nobody in here. Because your thought, even having one bad thought, you die. Because that's just how God's wrath was. Jesus satisfied the wrath of God. Through dying for sins, for past, present, and future sins. So if God has given you an opportunity now to accept what Jesus done, sin is not what's going to take you to hell. Sin has been atoned for. Sin has been taken care of. It is rejecting Jesus. That's what's going to take people to hell. Because Jesus said, for God proved his love. The word of God said, for God proved his love for us. While yet we were still sinners, Christ died. So that's proven. He died for all sins. Way back when, before you even accepted him, he died for you. So we have to accept Jesus. Sin is done away with. Sin has been taken care of. That's not the problem. Rejecting Jesus is the problem because he paid for the sin. He paid for our redemption. The wages of sin is death. Jesus died for the wages of sin. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through who? Through Christ Jesus. The only way that you can be saved from the wrath to come is by accepting Jesus Christ. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you leave here tonight, there's no hope for you. Because you've been told. He's given you a chance. And this is why we have to proclaim this good news to give people an opportunity, a chance to know what God done on our behalf through his son, Jesus. So we see that Paul and them, they preached the message, but they still sacrificed. They still turned to those um, other gods. Acts 17 is about the same. Acts 17, 22 through 30. This is Paul again um, talking to the people and telling them um, about Jesus. In verse 23, he said, As I was going through your city, I saw, observed closely the objects you worship. I found an altar that had these words written on it to a God who is not known, an unknown God. You worship a God that you don't know, and this is the God I'm telling you about. Now, people have... Um, unknown gods, they have different gods that they worship, and they call God the unknown God. So some countries have a list of God, gods, and God is in there as one as the unknown God. So Paul is saying, you worship a God that you don't know, and this is the God I'm telling you about. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. 
Now he's saying the God who made the whole world and everything in it is the Lord of the sky and of the land and heaven and earth. He does not live in temples, shrines built by human hands. This is God. This God is the one who gives life, breath, and everything else to people. He does not need any help from them. He has everything he needs. God began by making one person, and from him came all the different people. From one God made every nation of people who live everywhere in the world or in order to inhabit the whole earth. God decided exactly, determined, allotted when or when their appointed time is in history or the seasons of their year and where they must live, the boundaries of their lands. God wanted to look for, God wanted them to look for, seek him and perhaps search all around for him and find him though he's not far away from us. Verse 28, by his power, we live and move and exist, have our being. Some of your own poets have said, for we are his children and offsprings. So look at what Paul was telling them. He was telling them about God. He was telling them that they were serving a what? An unknown God um, that they didn't know that was really God. They looked at him as being unknown. So he began to tell them how he created the heavens and the earth and how he don't need nothing from us because God is self-existent. So what we have to do when we go out and we talk about God and we minister the good news, the gospel concerning him, that's how people are going to get to know that there is a God. And another way they get to know it is through the gifts of the spirit, because God will use us to do something that man can't do. And they're going to know there is a God because nobody knew this but me. So things that we do, that God have us to do, it makes him known. It brings him glory. So Paul then was um, telling them about God in verse 29. Since we are God's children offspring, you must not think that God is like something that people imagine or make from gold, silver, or rock. In the past, people did not understand God and he ignored this. Now listen at this, in the past, people did not understand God and he ignored this. But now God tells, commands all people in the world to change their hearts and live and repent. So we have to, when we go out, we have to know God for ourselves. We can't go out and don't know him and try to get people to know about him instead of knowing him through us. So the first step is knowing that God exists. God is Elohim. He is the creator. Everything that was made, it was made by him. It was made through him. Without him, nothing was made. And we can see that in creation. Amen. We also talked about um, Hebrews eleven six. I went over that. Another one is God is not man. We cannot put God in the category of man. God don't need no help, y'all. God will use man, but when he used man, they'll know you are not capable of doing that. Understand what I'm saying? God will work through man, but what, however he worked through them, they'll know you didn't do that. God did that. It has to be a God because they're going to know ain't no way a man could do this. This is why God said, God, I'm man and not God. God is not man. That he should lie, neither the son of man, that he shall repent. Have he not said it, shall he not do it? Have he not spoken it, shall he not make it good? Why? Because he is God. 
So we have to know for ourselves that God is God. He changed not. Whatever he says, that's what he's going to do no matter how bad it looked or it appeared to be. If God said it, you can consider it already done. So we have to know, first of all, that God exists. Now, say, folks, born-again folks, if you say that you are born again and you really don't know that God is real, you better check your salvation. Because how in the world can you accept a God that you don't believe? How can you be born again? That's the hardest step, being born again. How can you be born into another kingdom you haven't even seen? You know how? Because when the word of God come to you, faith come by hearing, hearing come by the word of God. So when you open up your heart to the word that has been preached and proclaimed, that's when you become a new creation in Christ Jesus. You get a new heart. You get a new life in him. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. He had to give you his faith in order for you to believe the things that is written in the word of God. So God does exist. Go back over these scriptures. Go back over them over and over again because we will have a debate on how do you know God exists. So get the people that you want to represent God does exist. Get the people that you want to be on your team to debate against you that God does not exist. So you got to bring some evidence that God does exist. That's your assignment. If someone asks you, does God exist, how would you answer? If you want to do it in a skit, good. If you want to do it by just answering based on the word of God in confidence and assurity, that's good too. But the next, the assignment is, how do you know that God exists? If somebody asks you that, how would you answer? How do you know God exists? Now remember, some people, you may give them the answer and they still leave believing that God don't exist. But as long as you know <laughs> that God exists and you told them that he exists, you shouldn't change your mind that he does not exist, <laughs> that he exists. Everybody got the assignment. So everybody who have signed up for the class, whether online or in this class, that's your, your assignment. Don't mark your name off the list if you already signed up either. Don't do it. Because I know who's on that list. <laughs> so that's your next assignment. I'm going to ask um, Minister Afrida Hagerman to come up here um, if she have anything that she want to say. Everybody remember the assignment. Did y'all leave the mic on, the last one who had it? I think it's on. Praise the Lord, everybody. I was telling my sister uh, last week, I said, um, 
I need to come to Burgos, so I gotta take care of a couple of things I say, but my main objective, I wanted to be in this class tonight because the last time I was here, the apostle was talking about um, teaching on discipleship. And so many times the people of God don't understand the fullness of being discipled through the word of God, being up on the good leadership that you are, so that we can go out and make more disciples. So I'm excited about it. I might even drive back down next week. Hadn't decided yet, but I thank God for what you're doing here in your ministry. Truly, y'all have a good leader. I, I, she's just like my own leader. And when you have good leadership, we are responsible by God to take care of good leadership. That means obeying the word of God that they're teaching, even when we don't understand it. There are times that we may not understand what God has given them, but that's the time to go in your prayer closet and pray and say, God, I don't understand, but I'm willing to obey. And as we continue to keep our hearts pure towards what they are teaching us, God will continue to elevate us in the spirit. So it's not for us to understand everything that God gives the leader because she is the leader. He is the leader. But it's our responsibility to pray to make sure that we are in alignment with what God is doing and speaking to the leader for the vision for the house. So I just thank the Lord on tonight. Thank you. And I did not know she was going to be here tonight. But as soon as I laid eyes on her, it was like she got a word for the body. I'm just being obedient to the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Do we have anything else? Do anyone have anything they want to say on God exist? Anyone? Okay, I believe that we're good. Any more announcements tonight? Wasn't that an inspiring message? Thanks for listening to the end. Join us every Tuesday for Bible study and every Sunday for service. We're looking forward to hearing from you as well. Feel free to reach out to us via the website at www.mtdm.org. God bless you and we'll see you next time.